Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 84 of There's No Place Like Tara, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch Podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over season four, episode 18, The Light, aka. Oh crap, I don't have an AK. Don't look <laughs> at the light! Don't, don't walk towards the light! light. You Go know the what? other way! <laughs> that sounded better in my head. That yeah. made more sense, the no, reference. It works. It works. Okay. It totally works. I like it. Um, I just kept thinking of. Um, this is not the same at all, but I've got to get it out. <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, do um, it. I kept thinking of the episode of Chippendale's Rescue Rangers where Gadget accidentally gets sucked into a cult for Coca-Cola. Okay. And they all just are like, come along, you belong, feel the fizz of Coca-Cola. So, and the, so the light became the Coca-Cola. Light, a.k.a. Coca-Cola. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That works. <laughs> A.K.A. Coca-Cola. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. So this first aired on January 17th, 2001. Um, it was written by James Phillips. It's a new name. Don't get used to it. It's okay. on the episode. <laughs> uh, I think this was his first major like writing credit, but he went on to write a ton more. He's quite busy. Um, he's awesome. James <laughs> nice. Phillips. Uh, directed by Peter Wilson. Hi, James. Bye, James. Bye, James. Bye, James. Bye, James. <laughs> um, so um, Christian... Ari, you may know, recognize huh. him as Lauren. Yes. Yeah. I do recognize do him. Do you know why you recognize him? No. Because you watched Space Cases in oh, the I 90s. Oh, I so did. Oh, that's why you recognize oh, him. Oh, wow. Okay. Which one? Is he the kid with the hair? He's like the robot one, I think. Oh, okay. Never correctly. mind. If See, I, I was correctly. thinking he's the kid with the hair. I thought he was. I oh, thought he was. dang. I might be wrong. Um... I'm looking this up as I type and talk about <laughs> something else. Uh, so I can sing us the Space Cases song. <laughs> uh, Katarina's best friend Susie isn't there. I guess I just realized now that what he they is were... He's with the hair. He's the, the kid with the hair. He's the hair. Yes. He's the hair. Yeah. There was so much Aquanet in that hair. Oh my God, those ears. <laughs> Dem ears. So I think he was supposed to be like the kid version of a... Uh, What's Worf? Worf Klingon. A Klingon. Yeah. <laughs> what season of Next Gen are you in? My first year in the world, guys. I've never existed before now. Why, uh, why couple, are things? Kapla. Um, so, um, Space Cases was created by two people. Peter David, who writes a fuck ton of comics, okay. like wrote a long time on Hulk, did a lot of okay. like, pivotal Hulk stuff, did others, wrote a ton of Star Trek novels and comics, did Young Justice, Babylon 5, like he's nice. fully in the world. The other guy who made it, may also know, his name was Bill Noomey. Oh. He was on a little show called Lost in Space. Nice. <laughs> also in Babylon That's a big 5. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, Space Cases fam- infamously. Had another uh, young, at the oh, time, yeah. actress who we all know and love Kendall of Jewel yeah. State, yeah. <laughs> uh, who, as you all know, Kaylee Thor is named after Yay. her other infamous character. <laughs> uh, also, if you have not gone back and rewatched Space Cases, please do. Oh my gosh, is it even, where can I see I it? Don't, I, I have not, like, I, I watched it on, like, episodes on YouTube, maybe oh, yeah. five, seven, ten years it ago. It might be time. If anything, just to get that song out of my head now. Just to get the song, but also, like, there's a shit ton of guest stars. Like, oh wow! Like the show is kind of like amazingly crazy to go back and rewatch. <laughs> yeah. No, I've been wanting to watch it. It's funny because I really like that show, and I still didn't like cross my mind to watch some actual yeah. sci-fi. Yeah, <laughs> you were watching sci-fi yeah. when you were young. Yeah, Just realize it or not? Didn't I? <laughs> the other thing, this kid. I, I don't think the timeline matches up, but he looks a lot like the kid from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Uh, he's the not, neighbor. I don't think he's from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. No, I don't think he is either, um, but I just could not get that out of my head. So yeah. if anybody else had that thought, I'm with you. Um, I'm looking at I always remember when our Oh, neighbors... no. Wait. No. No. He was in it. No, he's not. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyway, so, and also, the two, so two things before we start the episode. One... Um, because this, I am a co-host in this podcast and I get to pimp whatever I want to pimp. Yeah. Uh, 
You guys know I love have this love and affection for this guy named Carl Sagan, right? Oh, yeah. You know I've bit. mentioned him a couple times. I've heard about I'm him. I'm a little bit twice. of a fan. Just He's kind a of a bit. pivotal person in my <laughs> become Nixie becoming Nixie. Right. Um also you call if if I haven't clearly defined it, you know my love of of some other people like mm, LeVar Burton, who <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jerry LaForge taught me how to read. And I've actually been able to, lucky enough to tell of our Burton, thought that Jordy LaForge taught me how to read. Uh, uh, also, like, yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson's pretty cool. And Seth MacFarlane. If you like all these people, uh, they did an audiobook of Cosmos. Oh, wow. And, like, I, I actually got it when it first came out a couple weeks ago, maybe like a month ago. And it was one of those things where it's that book is so revered to me, and uh-huh. the, the TV. It's almost like I couldn't find a good enough time to listen to it. Like it's like no time felt good enough, yeah. like appropriate yeah. for the level of like reverie I hold in this. I don't think that's the sure, right usage yeah. of that word right no. there. Uh, <laughs> like no, it's well, not. It's okay though. I like where you're going. I don't want. I don't want you to lose any steam. <laughs> uh, so I I finally uh, on the way home uh, last night I press play. And uh, holy shit, guys, um, you need to get this audiobook. If you ever listen to audiobooks, uh, if you have any affection for Carl Sagan, like, you know, it's the thing in this podcast. We know Nixie's not the one who gets, like, emotional over things. <laughs> I'm kind of dead inside and heartless. Um, listening to... <laughs> I mean, not heartless, just very cool of heart. Yes, yeah, stone-hearted. I'm yeah. stone-hearted. She's from the North, and the North remembers. <laughs> and the North always remembers. Um, but listening to LeVar Burton read the first chapter of Cosmos in these words that I can basically recite to you verbatim, like, listening to LeVar Burton recite... Carl Sagan's words <laughs> had I had this like experience driving home last night nice. it's I like you guys <laughs> it's so good you can get an audible I'm sure you can get anywhere you can get audiobooks uh, highly can't recommend it it's beautiful stunning and I can't um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I dig it can I pimp a thing since we're pimping yeah, things pimp, pimp, pimp. I'm gonna roll quickly pimp a thing because Glow is the best show on fucking television. Okay, I saw... I saw oh, my God. Billboards I, for this. So, listen, this show came out, what, we're recording on a Saturday, uh, and uh, it came out yesterday. Okay. And I am, like, three episodes from being done. Oh, shit. It is fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, GLOW stands for the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, and if you oh remember them, which I do, no, it's exactly about the, the women in the 80s I didn't that even wrestled. know that they were a big... Uh, Oh, no. I'm, look it up. Okay. Look it up. The gorgeous okay. lady. Okay, yeah. Dude, watch the show. It's so awesome. Okay. It's so awesome. And Mark Maron, my secret crush. <laughs> nobody tell boyfriend Jesse. <laughs> but it makes sense because he's like a curmudgeonly, you know, writer. Okay. So I'm like, yeah, definitely. Who's your favorite dead. in Gilmore Girls again? <laughs> Leave me alone. Is it the curmudgeonly writer guy? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, just the, it's the surly writer. <laughs> just the surly writer is definitely surly know it all. <laughs> But definitely watch Glow. It's so much fun and it takes place in the 80s. And if you watched uh, Glow when you were little, like I did, you'll love it. Or if you literally, quite honestly, didn't know that that was a thing in the 80s. You'll love it too. Hopefully you'll learn to love it. <laughs> and it's nice. And they're short, like they're 30 minute episodes. Okay. Uh, and it's just fun. That's it's, fun. It's just the best. Alrighty. So now we go from that high yeah. to, um, we're just going to, like, I think this is one of the most uh, touchy episodes that they we've had so far uh, in Stargate. So I'm just going to put this out here. This is the light. Uh if you've seen this episode, uh, you know that there are some triggers for some people. So I'm just going to caution, like, um, we feel free. We give you permission. We are happy to have you skip this episode. Yeah. Uh, because this episode does touch with suicide and addiction. Um, yeah, it so. definitely runs a little heavy on the on the, on the the stuff it's dealing with. So yes. Absolutely. If it's not a place you're comfortable in, yeah. then... Uh, Please skip it. We'll yeah. be here next week. And with some other thing it's that a much, sure will be fun. It's a much more fun episode next yeah. week. But uh, know that we're going to try to keep this episode as light yeah, as possible. Yeah, we're, we're not going to like go <laughs> deep into these deep into these tub- subjects, but we do have we're going to touch them. We're going to talk about them because they're part of the episode. So right. uh, that is your like. We'll see you guys. Trigger next warning. Week. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Okay.
So, without the way, episode right. So we start with Jack handing a note to Lieutenant Barber. Yes. To, uh, he's part of SG five. Yes. He's like, give it to Daniel. You get to P four X. Three, four, seven. Seriously, I sometimes have to wait and pause to get numbers in the right order. <laughs> uh, Jack and Daniel had a bet, and Jack yeah. lost. And the bet was um, sports related <laughs> about curling, and Daniel's team won the big bonspiel. <laughs> Just as a note, a bonspiel is actually named for is a curling it? competition. Is it a real thing? Yeah. I was like, I know curling's real because yeah. I love watching some curling. Yeah, no, a, a bonspiel is a curling competition. <laughs> he would know that. Of course he would. He's from Minnesota. <laughs> I've always thought that sounds like fun to do. Curling is so much fun to do. Because they're not on skates, right? No, they're you're like not. like little traction shoes. There, I will tell you. I'm in. There are, there's curling clubs in the area. I want. I want. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm in. It's actually a lot of fun. I'm I'm with a broom, guys. Uh, Give me the broom. I, um... <laughs> I never, I have not, I will admit, I haven't really done it, like, in the organized inside bowling type style areas. Uh, We did it on the lake with (laughs) actual rocks and (laughs) household brooms. Well, to me, it feels like human air hockey. Yeah. A little bit like human air hockey. I should say, we didn't use regular brooms. We we used the broom ball brooms, which you take take a broom and you basically, we just covered it with, like, duct tape. Oh, gotcha. And you play broom ball, (laughs) which basically our curling matches turned into broom ball. <laughs> Basically, guys are all the same thing for us. I don't know what any of this is, guys, because snow and ice. Broom not... ball is like hockey, okay, but with brooms <laughs> instead of hockey sticks. We had dirt and yeah. grass and beaches, and we tended and to either oceans. we tended to either use like a rock. <laughs> Uh, or we would use, like, a big snowball. We played a game called How Far Into the Ocean Can You Go Before the Waves Try to Drown You. <laughs> to be fair, we could play the Lake Superior. That's fair. Yeah. In college, we could play that. Um, but the water was a little colder, yeah. I think. Yeah, just probably not much colder than the Northern Pacific, but definitely colder. Uh, there's a couple times it was about 45 degrees when we went in there swimming. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, that was our our yeah. big thing when the summer was like, okay, everybody hold hands, see how far in we can go before somebody chickens out. So basically, we just all tried to kill ourselves. Yeah, that, that works. Children. Yeah. We, Without knowing it, we were just dumb. Well, yeah, that, that happens. Um, so, but Barbara walks off with a note. He has yeah. an odd look in his face, but we don't really know Lieutenant Barber, so this may be a normal could just be odd his look. Face, he yeah. could just be like, uh, he looks fairly young, so he could just be like young, awkward dude. Yeah. Um, but he's not. Uh, Jack is going to take a week off. He's surprised Sam uh, wouldn't take some time, too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, Daniel said this place is great. And wait a minute. That was the bet, wasn't it? Whether or not <laughs> Sam would go to yep. the Gold Palace. <laughs> uh, and then suddenly, as the gate is dialed, Barbara runs up to the gate and runs right into the koosh, which as we know, <laughs> is instant death. Yeah, that's not good. That's, you know, and it was, it's so shocking the way they do this. Like, for a second, I was like, no, wait, that's not, that didn't just happen. Because, it took a little while. And like, they did a really cool thing of you have Sam and Daniel, ta- or Sam and Daniel, Sam and Jack yeah. talking, and you see him in the background, and you see him sort of Well, and even antsy. as he did it, I was like, no, maybe he just ran into the planet. No, no, he's definitely yeah. gone. Like, yeah. it was just a, f- yeah, that one really took me by surprise. Yeah, as it took all of them. They did it, it's, it was really well done to, like, surprise us and the team, like, yeah. equally. So credits. <laughs> yeah. uh, and when we come back, Daniel and the rest of SG-5 are back. Daniel is super excited about the light. There's this light on the planet. It's amazing. We have to go there. And Jack's like, there's been an incident. Yeah. Barbara's dead. And Daniel's yeah. like, come again? Yeah. What? <laughs> so in the briefing room, um, they talk, you know, Barbara didn't have any signs of depression. He didn't seem suicidal. You know, he was on Earthside for like 48 hours with Teal waiting for some translation. Um, and, you know, everyone is taken surprised by his parents' suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hammond points out that they'll investigate what may have compelled them to do this, but in Hammond's experience, usually these questions go unanswered. Right. Um, so Hammond wants to know more about the Gould Palace in the meantime mm-hmm. that, you know, Daniel's been so excited about. Uh, Daniel's a little distracted about other events yeah. in the day and takes a second to come back to, you know, the current situation. Um, he says no one's been there for hundreds of years. There's a room with, like, a light matrix hologram. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's stunning. The light. He's definitely in love with this light. Yeah. Uh, and he's not really sure why it's there. But Daniel hopes that this Gould Game Boy that he has will tell him more. <laughs> I love that. I called it a Gould Palm Pilot. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, so apparently when it's turned on, some ghoul dialect Daniel's never seen before shows up and he's not really sure how to turn it on right now. And it mm-hmm. seems just like a, like, I don't know how you turn it on. Like it's a solid thing. There's no screen. Yeah. There's no nothing. There's it's, no like button to push it, or there's no like lever to turn. It or... looks like it was a background prop that was made for the first season. And they just and pulled they just it off. Pulled it off the shelf. <laughs> just yanked it. Here. This Use is, this now. I feel like maybe like one of the actors broke the real prop and yeah. then just is like here's our backup prop yeah. so I, I this thing came apart in my hands I died I broke. it's like that episode of Parks and Rec <laughs> yeah. with Chris was like this it fell it, it just fell, fell apart it, 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 I didn't I didn't run. touch it <laughs> yeah. go away um, but Tilk will help with the translation in, in Daniel's office later Tilk is watching some some video and helping Daniel translate endeavoring to translate at least mm-hmm. and he noticed a figure moving in the background like a shadow that's not one of the SGC personnel. Yeah. And this whole time while they're talking, uh, well, Jack's there, so Jack and Tilka talking, right. uh, Daniel is clearly frustrated, short-tempered yeah. in the background, slamming books down. It's very similar to when There's I'm angry. There's definitely something going on. Yeah. <laughs> it was angry Nixie. <laughs> angry Nixie's not pretty. No. Um, no, something's not... Yeah. Right. The, yeah. He's frustrated that the device isn't working, and Jack's like, to check the battery? <laughs> because he's going to snark no matter what kind exactly. of mood you're in. Basically. <laughs> he's the person who, like, and, and you've seen this, where I'm like, you're having a bad mood? If I snark about it, will it help? Yeah. My snarking alleviates things, right? And yeah. not only, not usually, not always is that true. No, no. <laughs> Boyfriend Jesse does the same thing, and it's like, I just want to hit you now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, sometimes I just don't understand that the snark, like, <laughs> I'm in my head going, so Snark's working because I'm trying to make you laugh, right? Yes. Yeah. a thing. It's funny. Yeah. And they're like, no, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, Everybody die. <laughs> so Daniel um, needs to go back to the planet now. He needs to figure this out there. Jack's like, yeah, we're going to head back first thing in the morning. Well, tomorrow morning is not good enough for Daniel. He's going to go talk to Hammond now and rushes mm-hmm. out the door. Mm-hmm. And Jack and Tierka are like, what the fuck? Bro. Yeah. Calm down, bro. So in Hammond's office, Hammond asks if Daniel has slept, uh, which he doesn't see how that has to do with anything. Um, Hammond's like, well, SG-1's been going hard for a couple weeks now, and I'm not sending you anywhere until you've had, like, a night's sleep. Yeah. Uh, because you are clearly tired and exhausted, and we're going to use that as an excuse You're for what... You're a kid past nap time. Yeah. You are totally a kid past nap time. We're going to, uh, we're going to use that as an excuse for the incident that you're about to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Daniel isn't hearing any of this. This device could hold the key, and he can't make any progress here at the SGC. Um, and Daniel keeps pushing the point that he can't wait tomorrow, and then mouths off to Hammond that he's be it's beyond Daniel's comprehension that anyone like Hammond who has so much power can miss the point entirely. Yeah. Whoa, Daniel. Whoa. And, and Hammond were like, you want to know the point? You see this letter that I've been writing for two hours now and I'm still working on? This is a letter to Lieutenant Barber's family explaining that he died in the service of his country, but I can't tell him anything about how he died or the work he did, and I hope you get the point that I'm trying to lay out in front of you. Yeah. That's it. I love this scene because it really is like, get some fucking perspective. Yeah. And I like the way Hammond approaches that. Uh, the problem is that Daniel does not get any perspective. No. Uh, no. <laughs> um, but, and I also love... It happens a couple more times, but specifically I noticed in this scene the beautiful, subtle panning shots that they do in this episode. Oh, yeah. Instead of it just being static, they're just panning this camera just slightly, and it just... I loved it. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. There's just a tiny bit of yeah. There's some great cinematography. I noticed the shots later in when we were in Daniel's apartment. Yeah, but we're not there yeah. yet. Yeah, so. there's some there's <laughs> some like symbology in those yeah. shots. Um, so uh, the next day. Um, the team is ready to head back out to the planet, but Daniel never reported in this morning. Sam's called a couple times. She thinks he picked up once, and now mm-hmm. she's just getting a bitty signal. Um, yesterday he was demanding to go off planet, and now he's not here. So Jack's like, well, I'll go give him a wake-up call. Let me go uh, poke him. So we head to Daniel's apartment, which I'm pretty sure is a different apartment than the last time yeah, we saw. Yeah, no, it sure. looks it looks uh, he's moved way different because I, I noticed the kitchen had a really interesting. Like, oh, wait till we get there though. Like the fact that the uh, refrigerator is it's not, not the kitchen. actually the kitchen. Yeah, I was like, how the fuck does that work? That what? is exactly what I was looking is at. Is this like is this like a second fridge for does yeah does some of his archaeology like. Artifacts need to go in a refrigerator for yeah, some it's reason. Like, what? What do you? What? 
Is that just your um your uh, uh, Red Bull fridge? Yeah, is that just where I keep my beer. This is my beer fridge. Like no. in Jack's house, that it's would make fridge. sense. Yeah, but in Daniel's house, it doesn't quite make sense to me. No. Yeah. Um. So his front door is slightly open. You can hear the beeping of the busy signal. The kettle is on and whistling. Yeah. Um, that is weird that his front door is just open. It's not, I will say, it's not at least wide open. But still, like, you know, normally a person would shut the door behind them. What I kind of figured is uh, when Daniel came in, he just swung the door behind sure. him and thought it closed. And because he was not in his normal state Plus, of mind. Plus, if the door weren't cracked like that, we wouldn't get that great shot. Exactly. Coming through the exactly. house. Exactly. <laughs> um, so he walks through the apartments and the door to his balcony is open and Daniel is standing on the opposite side of the balcony railing, multiple yeah. floors up. Um, and his eyes are closed like he's in a trance or he uh, has a headache or like his he's concentrating. Definitely. So Jack's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Uh, Daniel says, "Not none of it means anything. Uh, Jack tries getting him inside. He never steps out onto the balcony this whole time until mm. the very, very end. Yeah. And Daniel... Well, if anyone knows their way around a crisis situation yes. like that, it's Jack. Yeah. Like, he handles it, really. You don't run out to someone. You don't no. yell. You yeah. have to have a conversation. Exactly. And, um, and, and Dan, Daniel says, you know, he's he's tried almost in tears at this point. Um, it just goes away. You can't get it back. Jess says they'll fix it. Um, and Daniel's like, you don't even know what I'm talking about. No, Jack's like, no. But if you come inside, we can talk about it. And that's <laughs> when Daniel sort of looks back and snaps out of it. Yeah. And then is like, uh, what? how did I get here? Like, yeah. Jack then comes out and grabs his arm. And he Daniel looks around like, I don't know how I got here. Why am I? Uh, what happened? Yeah. And probably scared the shit out of him, as would many people. Mm-hmm. Um, when we come back, Daniel's in the infirmary asleep. While Jen explains to Jack and Hammond that his neurological activity is slowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his neurotransmitters slowing, it can cause anxiety, depression, all sorts of, of you know, physical and mental symptoms. Um, and all the remaining members of SG5 are showing identical symptoms. And so logically, it's most likely to also happen to um, Barbara as well. Mm. Good news is, is that it's not a contagion. Uh, Jenna has no clue what it is. Um, but drastic shifts like this are usually drug-induced. But there's nothing foreign in their systems. Right. So Teal's, like... Jack's like, Teal'c saw a shadow on the video, so they'll go in Mop 2, which is hazmat, mm-hmm. um, and they'll bring back samples, and Hammond gets convinced, basically, that, you know, it's just watch your step. Yeah. Just be... Don't get things. Yeah, don't be careful. Don't get weird, invisible things. Yeah, don't, don't, don't pick up are. weird, invisible things while you're there. So the rest of SG-1 heads through the gates. Uh, the air is fine, Sam says, and whatever is affecting SG-5 and Daniel, they didn't breathe it in, so they take their masks off? But it, Which yeah, would only happen because this is a TV show where they yeah, want to see people's even faces. Even if it was fine, I think you would keep them on. <laughs> yeah, at least more than a minute or two coming into the new land. You don't know what's affecting them, so you yeah. don't know it's in the air. Also, could get on your skin, and because your skin right. is like giant pores. Yeah, and your skin is Swiss cheese. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we took our masks <laughs> Dude, off. How would it be if our skin was Swiss cheese? <laughs> like you only convinced my arm. <laughs> Um. <laughs> you only convinced Hammond to go because you told him you'd put on hazmat gear. Yeah, take and your you hazmat gear and took it off. It you dumb shits. <laughs> you dumb idiots. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they see the shadow. So they stealth up with some cool blue lighting going on. Yeah. <laughs> and they see the shadow as a kid. And they also see the light. Um, Teal believes. And every time I see the light, I go back to Toy Story and I'm like, the claw. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Teal believes that this is the room of light Daniel spoke of, and Jack's like, really? You think? It's the the magical light room that Daniel was talking about? Nope, there's probably another one. How cool would it be if there were another light figure? (laughs) No, it's not. It's It's this one over here. This one's way cooler. It's a great sight gag. No, it's not. And then he turned around and it's just like this massive fluorescent light. Like, it's not even pretty. It's just giant. Yeah. It's like a giant bug zapper yeah, light. Yeah, And it's... it's There's like z- giant yeah. six-foot moths flying around. Yeah, it. I like it. Moth. This is where Mothra came from. I like it. 
<laughs> so Sam doesn't detect radiation or any like anything other than visible light. So it's just decorative. Uh, and <laughs> Teal'c finds it difficult to believe something so beautiful could be dangerous. Yeah. Uh, and they're Took com- back away from the light. Like immediately, I'm like, okay, you're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're immediately all entranced by it. Like Jack's like, I can't. Like, it takes him a hard time to snap out of it, and he has to nudge Sam and Teal'c away. Yeah, like, Teal'c's, like, in love with this light. Yeah. Like, Teal'c's gonna, like, make Although, out with it. later, I'll point out that he's the one of the team that's not looking at the light. Right. <laughs> I don't know if you caught that. No. <laughs> Dang it. So, I'll get Good to job. that later. <laughs> so, they walk through the palace. Sam wants to run an analysis of the light. Uh, maybe there's some connection between the light and what's affecting Daniel. Mm-hmm. Good thinking, Sam. Um, and in a room that they go into behind a pillar, they find Lauren, who's clearly a bit skittish. And as we find out later, for good reason. Yeah. Um, he does a good acting job in this one, that Christian. Yeah. So they introduce themselves. He really does, especially towards the oh, end. There's a lot yeah. of like, yeah, I'm, I'm for it. Let's he, get there. Yeah. So he introduced themselves. Um, his parents live here, too, but they aren't here right now. He's here alone. Mm-hmm. He was hiding when the rest of the SG team came here. Um, but, you know, they got here and they got really sick. And, and the team's trying to figure out why. And they're going to, we're going to look around. Do you want to come along, Lauren? He's like, okay, okay, I have nothing else to do, literally. Yeah, I literally just kind of sit here in this corner all the time. So, sure. I'll um, venture out. <laughs> so Sam radios in to let Jack know that Hammond has dialed in and is one-way FaceTiming them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack introduces Lauren to Hammond. They haven't found out really anything yet, um, but it's only been a few minutes. Hammond's like, um, when you say a few minutes, you mean close to an hour? Yeah. And Jack's like, no, I mean a few... Whoa. It's what happened? Been an hour. Where who changed my watch? I I snuck in there and did it. <laughs> no one's looking. They were all looking at the stupid light. So Hammond does have some bad news though. All of SG five is dead, uh, and Daniel is now in a coma. Yeah, they're not fucking around with no. this episode. Like, jeez, no. they killed an entire team. To be fair, they've killed the entire team like five times. Yeah, before. but I guess it's never been so prominent. Yeah. It's, um, it's like, you know, people now joining the Stargate team is like, what team are you? Ooh, you know why all of you guys are new, right? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know why all of you guys are new? Because all of your previous I'm not even going to bother to learn your name. Like, they, <laughs> they don't, like, they don't, like, raise a number up into the rafters of the gate no. room. No. They're not going to raise an SG-1, no. like, they're just gonna, uniform yeah. up. Uh, they're just going <laughs> to replace. Yep. Yeah. Um... And Janet isn't really sure how much time Daniel has left. Um, and also, Ham, I want him to go, and also, why are you out of your hazmat gear? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> it's the one thing I asked you to do. This is the one condition I let you go on the planet yeah. with. Uh, Jack comes back through the gate with all of their blood samples for Janet, including the uh, Lauren's. And Daniel's condition hasn't changed. Mm-hmm. So back on the planet, Sam is trying to set up some equipment to monitor the light, but instead is completely drawn to the light, and his head opens and head overs and just yeah. is entranced. And I'm just going to sit here and stare at this thing forever, because that's totally normal. Okay, bye. So it's a TV? Yeah. So we just, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except, yep. you know, it doesn't mess with our dopamine levels. <laughs> <laughs> or does, well, does it? it? Uh, dun, so dun, I think for some people, a TV probably affects their dopamine levels. I mean, I think if your dopamine levels are affected, you would be likely to sit that's in front a, of like, a TV. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like there, uh, For some people, there's probably a connection. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Teal'c is spending time with Lauren because Teal'c uh, enjoys spending time with children, as we have learned before, mm-hmm. with What's-Her-Face yeah. on the planet, on Earth, that I just forgot her name. Um, Cassandra. Not Cassandra. No, oh. when he was turning into a bug. Oh, yeah. yeah. What is her name? Because there's also a toy gun, like she had a squirt gun. Gosh, how many kids did we have? So we had Cassandra. Yeah. And we had the little girl from the uh, Metamorphosis episode. Yep. And then we had another little boy somewhere, didn't we? Um, but we just had what's his name, but I don't know that he counts. No. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Uh, counting children. <laughs> um, Lauren has a photo of him with his parents. They came here from another world. They were explorers. And uh, question: Why are we randomly searching my room and all my personal items? Yeah. Hey, uh, why are you ransacking my stuff? Teal's like, well, we have to search for clues. In your room, where none of the team was, yeah. instead of the other places where the team where actually, actually was. Leaks, yeah, was doing things, yeah. <laughs> Find this questionable. Um, 
Lauren wants to show him something. It's a toy gun that his father gave him for his birthday. And Teal'c sees the gun and, like, pulls up his Zack gun and goes, oh, it's just a toy. Just kidding. That lights up. Okay, I'm good. That's actually a really cool toy. It's like, where I know. can I get one of those? Um, I feel like that was one of those toys that they stopped making. Like, they don't make yeah. real toy guns that look like that anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. And but, now they just I'm make right. them look like real guns. That's a whole other subject. Yeah. Uh, so toy guns are something that Teal'c, like, does not understand. Right. He still doesn't. Why would you play with something like this? Yeah. And, and on Sheila, they do not celebrate the anniversary of one's birth. It's a day like any other. And we learn that Teal'c is 101 years old. Holy crap. And turns 22 in, or 22, 102 in 47 days. And I want to know, I mean, does does the team know when his birthday is? Did the team throw him a secret 100th birthday party? Oh, I would hope so. Because that would be adorable. A yeah. surprise Teal'c 100th birthday. The last thing you want to do, though, is surprise Teal'c. <laughs> this I true. I have been, like, thoroughly injured. <laughs> <laughs> or accidentally killed. Like, it depends what he's holding at the time. You're lucky he doesn't walk around with a staff. Like, he's the one that would just, he walks in, he just, like, reactionary yeah, punches first someone. First person, yeah. You just take him out. Everyone's like, you, you surprised Teal'c. No, you surprised Teal'c. No, I'm no. going to stand way back Paper, here. Paper, rock, scissors, who surprises yeah. Teal'c. Yeah, we all stand behind the table. <laughs> and surprise him from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um, and Lauren gives him the toy gun as a birthday present. Oh. And Teal'c secretly loves it. <laughs> I don't think it's not that secret. I think Teal'c really loves it. Yeah. He's like, I have a toy. Back on Earth in the infirmary, Jack is sitting on the bed next to Daniels, and he's getting a bit frustrated. He ends up slamming a chart. Um, Janet's like, are you okay? He's and and Jack just kind of starts to mouth off. What kind of dumbass question of that? His yeah. friend's lying here on his deathbed. He doesn't want excuses. Janet's not taking any of his shit no. either. Don't blame her. No, and he she very calmly and very effectively is like, if you don't calm down, you will be removed from my infirmary. Yeah, like the guards right here, and this guard will take you. Mm-hmm. Um, and noticing behavior, she's like. And although also at the same time, I want to check you because I want to see if the same thing is now happening to you. Yeah. Because. She's totally going. To, she, yeah. She's. Yeah. She's being a hard ass because she needs to at this moment. She, well, Good job, it's Janet. just because she's awesome. Yeah. That's uh, true. It's just because she's awesome. So whatever causes this um, accelerates brain activity, which causes a dopamine-like effect on the brain, like drugs, mm-hmm. as long as you're on the planet. Mm-hmm. When you get back. The brain activity slows and depression starts kicks in. Yeah. So it's <laughs> a little weird. But, uh, so I did. Yeah. We'll wait till we get till towards the end of this thing. Yeah. And then I'm going to I did. I did my whole little uh, my own little science according to Stargate. Awesome. We'll talk about like neurons and neurotransmitters. Which and will go well because I actually have a little <laughs> tiny like I found one interesting study that was done yeah. probably about five years ago yeah. that will sort of ties into this later. Yeah. So we'll, awesome. we'll Let's tack do them it. together. <laughs> um, anyway, that's a very simplistic yeah, to start, yeah, basically, it's a little simple. It's a little, but you know what? If you're talking to someone who doesn't want to go into the science and just wants to know the, the you know, direct uh-huh. cause, it's it works. Um, the boy's blood work is the same as everyone else's. Janet doesn't think he could leave the planet without the same narcotic-like withdrawal symptoms everyone else is feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack was only on the planet for like an hour or so, but the addiction is instantaneous, apparently. Yeah. Um, ja- Janet does hope that, um, like... She thinks it's proportional. So mm-hmm. Jack wasn't there long enough to react as badly as Daniel and SG5 was. Right. Um, Jack's like, great, all those years of just saying no, <laughs> which I love. Drugs are drugs. <laughs> drugs are no good, guys. Um, so Hammond says um, he's been trying to call Sam and Teal to try to get them recalled back to Earth, but they're not responding, and I, he can't risk sending another team. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Daniel's monitor starts to beep and go crazy, and it's apparently the exact thing, same thing that happened to SG-5 right before they died. Yikes. Right now, her only solution she can think of is to take Daniel back to the planet, mm-hmm. and that is a real shot in the dark for her, but I give her mad props for being bold enough to yeah. come up with that solution. Um... On the way to the gate, Daniel flatlines. The gate is already active. She's like, we don't have time yeah, to retire this resuscitate. this pretty badass. Like, yeah. She's like, we're just going to fucking keep moving. Yep. Keep trucking along. And, like, again, not only is she relying on the fact that um, that he will get better on the other side of the gate, but he's also she's also banking on the fact that his heart will restart and yeah. or Jack knows she how to give him CPR. She doesn't have the tools to yeah. do anything, yeah. even if this, yeah. 
That's a that's a bold because there's move no crash there. cart following them to no. the gates. Yeah. Um, so or Jack, even like an EpiPen. No. <laughs> yeah, like anything. <laughs> so Jack lifts him off the gurney, and Fireman carries him through the gate. Yeah. Uh, on the other side, he gracefully lowers Daniel <laughs> to the ground, tries to wake him up, calls for uh, Sam and Teal'c, but only Lauren comes. Sam and Teal'c are with the light. Lauren says that they're not going to come, and Jack's like, "Well, go try, and don't just tell me that." Yeah. Meanwhile, Daniel starts stirring. He's alive. Clearly, his heart's going. Mm-hmm. So Lauren is outside the room. He tells Jack that he's not allowed to go in there. And Jack's like, I don't really give a shit. He goes yeah. in, shakes Sam out of it, and drags her and Teal'c out of the room forcefully. Right. <laughs> um, Daniel is now sitting on the stairs of the gate with his head on his arms in a stance that we all know. Uh-huh. Uh, guessing, not really have to guess, he feels like complete shit is going to ignore that everyone exists right now. It's that, that you know, that I need some, like, greasy food and yeah. coffee yeah. feeling that yeah. we could get the morning after. Yeah. Too much fun. He's like, don't talk to me. You guys are all talking way too loud. Turn it I down. Need turn it down no. like ten notches. Go away. Somebody turn off the sun. All the notches. <laughs> I'm inside. Someone turn off the sun. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um... And Sam and Teal'c are surprised to see him. Mm-hmm. Jack was gone for hours, and Hammond tried to contact them multiple times. Uh, Sam and Daniel's like, no, 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 he didn't. Yeah. And Lauren's <laughs> like, no, no, yeah, he did. I heard I heard the weird voice come yeah. through the weird machine. Uh-huh. Um, you guys were in with the light, so you Y'all were just hear being him. weird, so I just ignored you. Like basically. <laughs> uh, Jack explains that Janet says they're all addicted to something here, and dollars to donuts is that damn light. Uh, mm-hmm. And Jack thinks that Lauren knew all about it. And he's like, no, I just, I can't go in there because my dad says I'm too young. Yeah, for drugs. For drugs. <laughs> Which, yes, all ages are too young for drugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sam wonders if it was the light, and if it was the light, how did Danny recover just by arriving on the planet, not looking at the actual light? Right. Um, that's not something Jack knows, but Sam needs to figure it out, or we're never leaving the planet, which mm-hmm. to Jack is not an option. Yeah. Um, Jack's like, you know what? I can solve this shit. I'm just going to go turn the light off. So Daniel starts looking for the off switch, and then he starts to quickly get entranced by the light, and he's like, fuck, that thing's dangerous. Yeah. How do I work with that? <laughs> close your eyes. Fuel with it. Feel yeah. around. Close your eyes. <laughs> um, and uh, Tam's like, it's got to be somewhere on this pedestal. We just focus on the pedestal. <laughs> Except no. Except no. <laughs> so, um... I did a little research, and I found this really interesting article that was done in, I believe, 2014 or so, um, basically, which studied UV light on rats. Okay. And this one article basically can lead to the hints that UV light can be as addicting as heroin. Oh, Or other opiates. Yeah. Um... So the the quote from one of these articles was, it's surprising that we're genetically programmed to become addicted to something as dangerous as UV radiation when it's probably the most common carcinogen in the world. Wow. So, because obviously UV light is highly dangerous. Oh, yeah. For this large, gigantic organ that we have exposed yeah. to All these the, more soft the light. Yeah. Bodies. Um, so the study was in mice, which apparently mice and, and we share very common chemical processes, yes, which is definitely. why they do a lot of these studies on mice. Oh, yeah. Um, and it seems like that it was saying, because I, I read through this, this paper, and some of the same hormones and chemicals of opioid withdrawal show up with UV withdrawal, okay. UV light withdrawal in, in mice. Mm-hmm. They expose them to the equivalent of like 20 to 30 minutes of midday Florida summer sun five days a week for six weeks or so, uh-huh. which doesn't seem like that much. Sure. You know, when you consider there's some days where you're out in the sun for 12 hours. Right, right. Um... And even after one week, the beta endorphins were already, like, highly coursing through, yeah. having a party in their system. Wow. And uh, it took a week after they weren't exposed to sunshine for those endorphin levels to go back down to where they normally were. Mm-hmm. So the beta endorphins are the ones that can alter your perceptions of pain. Okay. And so when, because they affect your opioid receptors, which, as a note, opioid drugs, like heroin, morphine, are called such because right. they affect your opioid receptors. Right. There is a connection and reason why they name the same thing. Most drugs that are out there that are synthetic are yeah. have something to do with either a uh, brain chemical with the yeah. neurotransmitters yep. or with um, 
hormones. Yes. And they fuck things. So um, the interesting thing is while they were getting the UV radiation treatments, Mm -hmm. um, they tested the mice and their pain tolerance is three times higher. Wow. While they were were getting the UV radiation on their backs. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is a sign of opioid dependence, basically. So Yeah, well, it sounds like the endorphin levels were higher than they should have been at all times, which would then make you feel less pain, because naturally your body would create endorphins to help you through a painful situation. Which is why they, which is why it started to, to the effect of, you know, you can watch this behavior of, of people get addicted to go to tanning salons. Yeah. Um, you, you see. Yeah, especially down here, you see a lot of people that are way more orange than they probably can perceive. Um, and and, you know, when you're out in the sun and your skin is literally crackling and burning and you don't feel it because yeah. your some of your pain receptors are blocked That's or fair. it makes total sense as to, you know, seasonal affective disorder is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a real thing when you don't see sunlight because your body sort of wants the UV radiation. Yeah. So there is there was this one. It's It's only been one that I found, but it did lead to the idea that, yes, there is a possibility that you could, in some ways, be addicted to UV radiation. Yeah, and really, anything that can affect the chemical balance yes. of your nervous system mm-hmm. or your endocrine system can cause yeah. addiction. Mm-hmm. Because if it's something that feels good, you're going to want more of it. Yep. Because um, that's how our bodies are built. Um, but yeah, no, so, so my, I actually came into this because I was like, can people, and I actually wrote it down in my notes, like, can people die from a lack of dopamine? And okay. I was like, okay. Well, and that's really what I was searching for. And, and, you know, I'm going to put a disclaimer on here. I've got like, I'm, I'm like one year into yeah. my psych minor. <laughs> I'm not at all an expert. So please, I, I don't. Did you is, just see all the stuff that I threw yeah, out? And this like, is not, not even. Like, I'm not even WebMD capable. Well, like I said, <laughs> but I, did, I uh, feel like when we do these science segments, it's more yeah. of, here's what we've learned. Please yeah. go explore the subject Definitely. on your own. <laughs> but here's, so, so essentially, and it was because um, Janet brings up dopamine specifically. Yes, she does. Uh, and times. so... So we'll start at the beginning. So there's the endocrine system and the nervous system, mm-hmm. and they, they they work together, but they each carry different things. Um, so the endocrine system carries hormones, mm-hmm. um, and the uh, nervous system carries neurons, which which transport neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. And so neurotransmitters, uh, and sometimes people can confuse the two. Uh, so like serotonin, uh, dopamine, and my favorite guy GABA. Those are all <laughs> neurotransmitters. Well, GABA. Let me tell you before I get too far into the other stuff. GABA is um, I, I won't try to say it. Well, okay, fine. It's a gamma amino butyric acid. Yes. And GABA is the guy that's basically responsible for fight or flight. Yeah. And so GABA um, uh, is responsible for telling you like, hey, if there's enough GABA, it's yeah. like, hey, you're cool. You're cool. Yeah, yeah. No need to be anxious yeah, now. Yeah. We're totally fine. We're totally fine. But if there's not enough GABA in your system, you're like, things are going to shit. Okay, things so basically, going- I need to lace all of my drinks and food with GABA, yeah, and I'll be yeah. good. So then, yeah, and, and yeah, people who deal with general anxiety, as I point to myself, they, it's, they kind of deal with low levels of GABA in their system, so you're constantly at the ready, yeah. which would make me great as like an ancient Roman warrior, because <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, I'm fucking here. Let's fight. Not as great. As like someone who sits at a desk no, all day, just like yeah, sitting at your desk or, or trying to read a book yeah. on your couch, and for no reason the panic sets in. Um, so that's GABA, uh, and dopamine is another one of these neurotransmitters. They travel through the neurons, uh, and they actually is really cool. So. Um, the neurons are kind of like these little transportation devices yeah. that, and like the neurotransmitters go through them all. Uh, and uh, the way it's always been described to me, I oh, you know, it's very scientific, but I think of them, it's like a game of telephone. Yeah. And so, so from one neurotransmitter to the other, you're sending these chemicals one to the other, one to the other. Um, I always thought of it as a high-speed train system. That's kind of works too. Like a yeah. subway. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes, and there's different things that can go wrong. You could have not enough of a neuro, uh, mm-hmm. of a chemical going through the neurotransmitter, or the actual chemical is the neurotransmitter, excuse me, the neuron. Yeah. Um, so there could be not enough neurotransmitters going through your neurons. It could be that because you're... Because the red line broke down. Right. <laughs> or it could be, well, there's not enough passengers. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, You're yeah, not yeah. transporting. It's a holiday. There's none of people. <laughs> the red line breaking down is like a broken neuron. So that's actually a good analogy too. And things like MS are caused by that. Yeah. So that means that you've got enough stuff there, but your neurons, your train's broken. Yeah. You just, You're just not, can't not get getting shit there. from one way to the other. Yeah. It's just yeah. not getting there. And the other thing is they're kind of like... So they travel through the synaptic gaps, which is the, the neurons never touch each other. They yeah, just yeah. get real close. Um, but there's different receptors that are specific to each thing. If you don't have the right ticket, you're not going in the right yeah, Exactly. Uh, and so sometimes there's just not enough of the right door yeah. or there's not enough of the right thing. So there's all these different things that can happen. Anyway, uh, dopamine is it, so they here's some things they did get right. Dopamine is specific to um, uh, motivation, emotion, feelings of pleasure. It's the happy uh, one. Yeah. It's what they call it, like, the love hormone. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's also used by the brain as your reward system. It, mm-hmm. it helps you learn and memorize things. So, basically, like, you're little, you don't touch fire, your brain's like, good job, and it gives yeah. you some dopamine. Yeah. And it's like, don't do that again. You and know? I'll reward you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you get rewarded. Yeah. So, it's it's the reward guy. But, so Positive that's just... Positive reinforcement. Exactly. That's just when he's in the mind. Now, throughout the body, dopamine is found in a lot of places. It's found, uh, essentially, the lungs, the heart, the kidneys, all these other places. Sorry. I was going back to, it's a positive reward system. Because yeah. the body also has the, like... Oh, hit, the dog, hit the dog on the nose of like, oh. no, that fucking hurts. Yeah, remember that? Don't fucking do that again. I will hit you on the nose again That's if you do that. That's the pain receptor's going, fuck you. That's why I'm sort of laughing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, and so... Um, so yes, and, and that's why I was like, well, wait a minute, how can that cause death? Yeah. You know what I mean? I can see it causing depression and that creating yeah. things, but it's like, why is Daniel in a coma? But that's actually completely legit. Because, oh, that's cool. So, so because dopamine not only lives in the brain, it lives in other parts of the body. Uh, low levels of dopamine are also associated with Parkinson's disease. Okay. So it also controls movement. Mm-hmm. And um, so you basic motor functions, you start losing those. And also because it works in the lungs and the in the kidneys, um, in the kidneys it's what helps remove salt okay. and it encourages urination. Yeah. In the lungs, it like keeps moisture out. And so it actually does all these other functions yeah, that yeah, yeah. make sense. <laughs> so physically that make so, you work. <laughs> yeah, and, and and really all of these neurotransmitters have like what they call the psychological things, mm-hmm. but also the the biological things. And really everything psychological is based on biological stuff. Yeah. And that I can't take that quote from myself. I actually got that from Crash Course on YouTube, which <laughs> if you ever need like a quick five minute wrap up of something, yeah, I use this a lot through, especially through my site classes. Yeah. I'm like, I just read fucking 10 pages of this book. <laughs> okay, tell me again in another word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so definitely Crash Course Please on YouTube. Please crib note this for me. <laughs> yeah, and so, so yeah, so you can. Yeah. You, from lack of dopamine can kill you. Uh, now, the other thing though, and this may have not been the case 10, almost 15 yeah. years ago, um, you can replace dopamine. Okay. With drugs. Okay. <laughs> legal yeah, and yeah, illegal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, it doesn't have to go the way it did, but yeah. the idea that someone can die from lack of dopamine is totally legit. Okay. There's my little science according awesome. to Stargate. <laughs> Yay, we tag team science! <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that turned into a whole different song right there. Uh, so back to the episode. Yes. Hammond gets on the radio with Daniel. Uh, he Daniel's like, I don't remember much after yelling at good. you. Yeah. And I'm really sorry for that, yeah. by the way. <laughs> I'm sorry for the things I said while I was hangry. <laughs> Hammond's like, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> um, is, what, what, is there anything you need? And Daniel's like, uh, my glasses. And Hammond's like, shut up. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't go, even go use away. your glasses. Yeah. You, you hipster. <laughs> you can see fine without them. Yeah. Uh, supplies, because I'm being here. You're that little Game Boy I found, the little Palm Pilot guy. I need that too. I'm gonna need him, yeah. So back in the light room, the rest of the team and is... And my binky. What? Nothing? <laughs> nothing? I'm fine. My little foot. Um, <laughs> so one of us may have a stubble little foot. Um, it's I not had a, I had a, a baby Bright, who was Rainbow <sighs> Bright's little, yes. little person. That I carried everywhere. <laughs> I had, I, I remember I had a couple of glow rooms, but it's nice. the little foot was like, Aww. the little foot. Is the dude. The little foot's still upstairs. Um, so... Daniel, uh, everyone's caught in the trance. And then Daniel comes in and, like, figured out the little Game Boy is a light remote and just, like, it appears to be uh, in the Philips Hue system control (laughs) panel and just kind of 
Careful with that addictive alien light setting in Phillips yeah. Hue, by the way. We figured that Don't out. Don't accidentally set that. I know it looks pretty, guys. It's supposed to. Which, Don't do it. And I say this because we have a setting on our Phillips Hue lights that basically turns into just like revolving light show. And we have enough of them in the house that it kind of just turns into that same light system. It's just system. a rave. It becomes a rave. It does become a rave. <laughs> but settings will happen that I, like, I'm not aware of. Yeah. Like, boyfriend Nick will just turn some hue settings on so we we had we had our echo do a a uh, um timer for the oh, oven yeah. and all of a sudden the timer went off and then the, every light in the house starts flashing up and it's down like, and the shit's like, hitting the fan exit exit please exit <laughs> through all the doors or Wouldn't like it be cool if, if you... Alexa started telling you where the exits were Alexa probably knows where the exits yeah. of the house is yeah and then or or sometimes it'll just like all the lights will change when the song changes. You're like, what the hell just Why happened? is this happening? <laughs> so be careful with the addictive alien light setting on Hugh. We're just going to tell you that. <laughs> um, and then the one thing is, Teal, like, Sam and Jack are looking at the light fountain. The center yeah. of the light fountain. Teal's just, like, looking in the opposite direction. Yeah. Teal doesn't know. Nobody told him where the CG was going to go. <laughs> Like, nobody at all. I guess that the the bouncing light off the sidewall is just as intriguing, because he's just... And in fact, when he turns around, it appears that Teal'c wipes a bit of drool off his lip. (laughs) I feel like, you know, he he got a little bored just standing there staring at an imaginary light. So he's like, I'm going to change it up a little. I'm going to stare at this wall. I'm going to stare over here. I'm going to make shit difficult. Pick the the take you'd like. (laughs) Have fun, editors. Uh, So, um, Jack was right, sort of with the battery thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it draws power from the room itself. Um, Daniel is not quite sure how long they're standing here, but long enough for them to get supplies and for Lauren and Daniel to figure out how to translate the writing. So, you know, a bit. Yeah. Uh, the perception of time is one of the first things that go when you're high, he says. So he, uh, looking... <laughs> Makes sense. It does. I've been there. So mm-hmm. looking from the translations, this was basically a Gould opium den. Yeah. Uh, but the Gould symbiotes were able to balance the host's chemicals uh, in their brains so that they could leave, which explains why Teal was able to leave right. and not suffer. Um, <laughs> how nice for him, Jack Snarks. Yeah. Uh, and Sam points out, well, the light's off and I'm not feeling depressed, so we're going to take advantage of this time. Yeah. Uh, Jack goes back to Lauren and... Oh, it takes time, Sam. Yeah, it oh, takes, it takes time. Not too Clearly long. Clearly, Sam's never used drugs before. <laughs> no. Sam, you are not going to immediately feel it. Give it to a day. To be fair, I totally buy that Sam is completely oh, as ignorant. Yeah. Because I'd probably feel the same thing. I'm like, well, the light's off and I feel fine, so we're good right yeah, now. No. Give it like two days. <laughs> that is quite literally, I think, the same statement I would make. Um, because I'm fully as square as Sam is. Um, and so Jack goes over to Lauren is like, you know, where are your parents? Where did they go? How far? Which direction? You're hiding something. Yeah. Um, so later on the beach with some ghoul, it's like there's some like Egyptian sphinxy things on yeah. the beach there. Um, Sam and Jack walk, Tilk's out in the lead. Um, and as they walk, the realization that they may never go home is starting to set in. Uh, and Tilk's like, well, Hamlet will keep us supplied until we can figure this out. And then Sam starts to just snark and mouth off at Jack. Oh, yeah. Sam does things that Sam has never done before. <laughs> and, uh, and, like, stops calling him sir and is like, I'm not going to keep up this fucking sir thing if we're going to be stuck here forever. It's funny because I feel like Sam, even in that state, would probably still see Sam just because it's, it's like muscle memory. Yeah, it's just you know reactionary. I mean? Fuck off, sir. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> she just starts saying sir with, like, some emphasis and snark behind it. Some yeah. facets. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and they just, like, they end up, like, grabbing each other's vests and just, like, yelling at each other. And he and Jack's like, you're going through withdrawal. It's so yeah. am I. Bro. <laughs> and Teal's over here going, hey, guys. Hey, guys. No, seriously, guys. Hey, come look at this thing. Guys. Look at me. Look at me. It's like walking stormy. Yeah. Over here. Over look here. at me. Look at me. Over here. Look. Look, I found the thing. Yeah. I found the thing. Found the thing. You're going to like this. I found Lauren's parents. <laughs> They're skeletons in the sands. They've been here 
I'm guessing a couple days, yeah. at least, yeah. maybe. <laughs> I mean, they are skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a couple days. Yeah. Like 48 For a hours? While. I yeah. think we can calculate the time of death. We're CSI. <laughs> yeah. And we're enhance. 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 We have a 30 pixel image. Enhance. Enhance. Keep enhancing enhance. that shit. I can read numbers in his eyelashes. <laughs> guys, it's like that's a bullshit. terrible meme. Yeah. Guys, that's bullshit. That doesn't happen, yeah, guys. Yeah, en- enhance those pixels. You can't enhance that shit. A pixel is a pixel. It is a solid block of color. A pixel is a pixel is a pixel is a pixel. <laughs> uh, so, Anyway, uh, back at the palace, Daniel is studying and Lauren's like, hey, look at this picture of me and my parents. Hey, uh-huh. look. Hey, d- um, play with me. Yeah. Play with me. Somebody it's look like over when the, like when, when Kaylee or Stormy goes, here's a toy. Yeah. Look, I have a toy. Yeah. And they deliver it to yeah. you. Please. Please. Help me. Nobody loves me. Kaylee was then sleeping and then heard her name and is like, what the fuck? That's me. I was sleeping. Um, and so uh, in the photo, Lauren is much younger than he is currently. Um, and then Lauren wants a photo of Daniel. <laughs> I just made me think of a much Edward Young. Here's a picture of me when I was younger. All pictures are us when we were younger. <laughs> I love Mitch Hedberg so much. I'm not drunk. <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyways, and 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 Lauren's like, I'm really sorry that you can't leave. And Daniel's like, Are you though? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Because I don't know if you are. I mean, if I was here alone since I was a young kid, I'd want some company. I might, might be happy to see people. And that might be maybe why you didn't tell people how dangerous the light was. Yeah. But you know, no, no. Lauren's like, that's not why. And we're like. Even after I hear your story, I kind of think that's the reason why. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that you're a little bit lying to us. And maybe you don't realize you're lying, but you're kind of lying. Yeah. So the rest of the team come back. They were going through withdrawal already. Daniel's like, I felt fine. Uh, oh. And actually, Sam and Jack, and I'm assuming Teal, are starting to feel better now, too. Mm-hmm. So it's not the light, it's something else. Right. Uh, which means they can't even wander the beach that far, which means they're not just stuck on the planet, they're stuck here in the yep. palace. Get ready to go stir crazy. Oh man, I don't want to see Jack stir crazy. No. <laughs> At least Teal can like meditate that shit out. But, well, like, I feel like he would like build shit or uh, like create true. some sort of like game room or Probably. I don't know. Um, so they're all in the light room now, which isn't as impressive without the Use light. Use Lauren's head for soccer. <laughs> <laughs> you know how on Lost, uh, Hurley built the golf course? They're yeah, gonna build, exactly. They're going to build the golf course on the part of the beach they can go to. There you go, yeah. Um, and somehow build a... a, a what golf stick? Uh, Jesus yeah. Christ! A golf stick. I'm not going to help you. I like it. A golf stick, guys. Oh they're going to use a golf stick. Which stick would you like? I'm going to have my caddy golf. carry my golf sticks for me. Golf, golf clubs. To be fair, golf sticks makes a lot more sense, though. You know, sometimes when your brain knows the exact yeah. word, it just says a different one it for goes, some reason. And your brain goes, no, fuck you. Yeah, your voice is like, no, you're being recorded right now. You're going to be recorded. Yeah. This is going to go out to a bunch of people. Your brain's like, watch this. Golf stick. <laughs> golf stick. Your brain is laughing at you. My brain is evil. <laughs> Sometimes my brain just wants to watch the world burn. I like it. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> they go back into the light room, which is not as impressive without the light. So they go, listen, the light wasn't the thing that was affecting us. The light was just the entertainment to keep them there. It was right. just the shiny, scantily clad woman, yeah, basically. Listen, yeah. To be fair, scantily clad people. We're going to equal gender. I'll take it. Yeah. Equal gender. Uh, so Jack is not buying this line that there's not... Uh, sorry, I was just thinking of haka dancers lining the side of the room. I'm okay with that. Yeah, okay. Keep it coming. <laughs> Jack isn't buying the line about, not being, about this not affecting Lauren because he's too young. Because Janet's like, you're just as addicted as they are. Mm. Uh, you know, when he... And Lauren's like, well, my parents come back, they'll explain everything. And Jack just basically yells, they're not coming back and you know that. Yeah. Lauren's like, no, they are. No, they're totally... He's like, no, because someone buried those bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how do you shut the goddamn thing off? And reluctantly, Lauren goes over to the base, exposes the mechanics, and then just, like, in tears, exposes these, and then just runs off. Jack's yeah. like, you guys figure this shit out. I'm gonna go, you know, Deal figure this out. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and he goes to Lauren and who's looking at um, the, the his family picture. And this is where you're like, oh, so he can act really well because he's really amazing in this scene. Yeah. Uh, and this is a really, I'm sure, hard scene to get through. This would be tough even for some adults. And and yeah. not to point, I'm not going to point any fingers, but there are some adult actors we've had well, guests on the show that were not as good at this part. I of will the say story. he's playing like 15, but I think he's actually 25. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like, oh, the, yeah. who have not been able to channel that kind of yes. emotion. Yeah, and he does it really beautifully, delicately because he doesn't, like, <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't lose chew it. the scenery. He doesn't lose his yeah. composure. It's very well done. It's very... He, he knows exactly where that line is. Good job, kid. Um, So, you know, when they came here and they found this place, all his parents could do in pretty instantaneously was watch the light. And it didn't affect him because his dad said he was too young. Mm-hmm. Um, but they wouldn't let Lauren in the light room. And he asked them to stop um, but they're like, no, just bring us our stuff that we need to survive. Mm-hmm. So one day he stopped bringing them things because he would ask them every day to stop and they wouldn't. So he just stopped bringing them things. And it took days before they got hungry enough to leave the light. Mm. And when they came out looking for food, he snuck in and he turned the light off. Um, not just the light, the whole system. Um, and he didn't know that that would hurt them. He just wanted to go home. Mm-hmm. So his parents started screaming and they ran outside and he was completely confused. So he turned the light back on, but they were already in the water and they just kept going, just kept screaming, would not come back. And the next day he found them washed up on the shore. So Jack reassures him continually that, you know, this was not your fault. Um, And Lauren misses them, Mm -hmm. obviously. And like... So he went through all of that, and then he was just left alone on this planet for years. Yeah, so imagine, he basically watched, you know, let's let's put this in, in terms we might understand. He watched his parents die from addiction and, and pleaded them to, with them to stop. And in his own head, for yeah. how many years, he has blamed himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How fucked up is that idea? And he has no one Ooh. to talk to. He didn't have anyone else. Yeah, the fact that he's this well-adjusted like now comes as a surprise. It's like, holy crap. I mean, that he's been able to keep himself alive. I mean, clearly, he is clearly healthy. He's found yeah. a source of water, which he's on a Well, just the fact and... that, you know, people come here and he's not feral. Yeah. You yeah, know, well, like that I mean, alone. Like, yeah, like mentally healthy. Yeah, that's and that's why I'm physically and relative, for the most part, relatively healthy. Yeah. He has, he can probably stand to, you know, talk to someone oh, for a totally. while yeah. for the rest of his life. Yeah. Um, and uh, so back in the light room, they figured out how to turn it off. And mm-hmm. Lauren's like, don't do that. You will die like my parents. Yeah. Um, and Tilk and Daniel had translated more and they figured out how to turn it off incrementally to wean right. them off of it. Because the Gould who used this would have had human slaves tense their needs so they built into it a system that will take it down and, and wean basically their their ghouled human slaves off the system. Yeah. So in two, three weeks, they'll be weaned off back to normal. Uh, and Jack's like, three weeks in a palace by the beach. Um, <laughs> you don't have to stay. You can yeah. go back and, and fill Hammond in. You mm. don't want to... And it seems like, well, if I want to stay, yeah. I'll go back and tell him and then come back here and relax I'm on the beach do whatever with you. I, well, I'm going to go bring my shorts <laughs> and some hot dogs. And Ooh, a surfboard. Go for a hot dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to see that. Yep. Go down. So, um, and, you know, they can bring Lauren, too. Lauren's like, you're just going to leave after three weeks? They're like, no, you can come with us. You will be weaned off and not addicted as well. Yeah. Uh, and... Can you imagine the joy of leaving a place you've been yeah. alone in for years? So this is where I start to wonder. I was like, so does he join this orphan club of kids? Yeah. It's like, again, with Cassandra yep. and the other little girl and Lauren. And they've yeah. just got, like, this little, like, group, like, little uh-huh. support group of uh-huh. their own. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, but it's like the baby's in Where's clubs. that side story? Where's that? I want that. <laughs> That'd be fun. Uh, and Jack is going to introduce him to ice cream. Because everyone Aww. needs to be introduced to ice cream. Because ice cream. <laughs> Um, the end. The end. Uh, yeah, this one was heavy. Yes. This one was pretty heavy. Um, but I think this... It, I guess it deals with heavy subjects, but the, it wasn't itself too heavy. Yeah, I feel like they... This, I think, is is a very Star Trek Next Generation episode. Okay. In that Star Trek Next Gen 
I think more, so, well, all the Star Treks, but sure. as I'm watching, I'm rewatching Next Gen at the moment, as are you. <laughs> uh, Star Trek is known for taking these really heavy subjects, and some of them are these more close personal ones like addiction. Some of these are like these larger, sort of large scale, like, you know, racism or guerrilla yeah. warfare, uh, because I just saw those episodes. Mm-hmm. And basically reworking them into a way to make people in it so it's a a lighter story with this heavy thing to make people It's almost like a way it. to make it not as scary to exactly. talk about or to think about exactly. or to approach. Yeah, just kind of expose it a little bit. So yeah, it does a great job in that, as yeah. long as we understand the metaphor. Yes. It's a great metaphor of an episode. Yes. Um... I mean, I dug it. I thought I like digging into the science of this one. It was something that I yeah. kind of a little bit of learning about, so that was fun too. Um, and and you know, the kid who plays Lauren was great. Yeah, he so was that's, really good. I, I mean, uh, the wrong kid in that role would have totally killed this episode yes, for me. Yes, I completely agree. Um, so yeah, no, I absolutely dug this one. I think it goes in here. Oh, it goes in. It does not go on my list. Does it go oh, on your really? list? I think. I think it might. Okay. Um. Well. Here's the thing. I just really liked it. So mm-hmm. I want to give it a week okay. in a tied spot. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to tie it with Chain Reaction, which is my number five. Alrighty. Right um, and we have no extra counts in this one. No, nothing. No, nothing. It was a very special episode of yeah. Addiction to Light. It, 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 it was. <laughs> um, so next up, we have Prodigy. Yes. Um, which is not the band is is not the band nobody's smacking any bitches up (laughs) sorry the band does not get started I'm very impressed that I remembered that I got not gonna lie (laughs) I would not have been able to make that deep cut um But no, I I think uh, I like the next episode. There's a little I will say there's a little bit of girl power in this episode. All right, I like that. Uh, I'll take I it. think it's fun. Done and done. Um. So yeah, if you want to contact us, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Definitely, or you can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara, or you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Done and like us, rate us, review us. You yes. know where we are because you're here right now. Yay! And we'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to watch glow and listen to cosmos audiobook done read by lavar burton and neil degrasse tyson and seth mcfarlane we love you guys Alrighty, bye, bye.